We all suck until we don't. It doesn't matter what it is. There's really few people in the world who are just naturals at the things that they try. So why is it that when we are trying something new, that we are compelled to tell the entire world every known story known to man? And at the same time, what are we telling ourselves when we're out there telling those stories? Leaders are not born in a womb. They're forged through heat, pressure, and a whole lot of sweat. The Fire Forge Leader Podcast serves the audience through exploring leadership at work, in the community, and with the family. Using a practical perspective and real-life experiences from the host, Steve Baumgartner, and his guests in The Forge. Now, it's time to enter The Forge with the fire-forged leader. What is up, leaders? I'd like to welcome you to the Fire Forged Leader Podcast, where I, Steve Baumgartner, will be taking you on a journey of the Forge, discussing lessons learned on the front lines of leadership. So I've recently just started training uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu again. And when I say I've started training, I am a newbie through and through. Uh, I've been going off and on for a couple of years, but I go a couple of times and then I stop for whatever reason. But it's been real sporadic over the years. So anyways, you know, down here in the Kansas City area, uh, there's actually a Gracie Barra gym that's fairly close. And they allow four-year-olds. My son needed something to do, you know, to take out some of his energy, learn some control, different things. And I've really been enjoying this connection in between my son and myself. So I'm really engaged in learning now. Uh, I'm trying this jujitsu thing again. So let me tell you a little bit. We go two times a week. On Saturdays, we go down to the gym and his little 40 butt and my 240 pound butt go on a mat and we learn some things together, right? Mainly, I really hone in on my acting skills, why he gets to throw a 240 pound man around. You can read between the lines on that one. However, on Tuesdays is when we do our singles classes. He goes from 5.30 to 6.30, and he rolls with other kids out on the mat, you know, listens to the professor, uh, and has those one-on-one interactions with people his own age. I get to go out on the mat from 6.30 to 7.30 with some adults and have some adult time while he's over in the kids' room. So... Like I said, I just started this a few short weeks ago, right? And I was, if you've ever done any sort of martial arts, you know that I was at the end of the line because I was the new guy, right? My belt said that I was the new guy. I was acting like I was the new guy. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. However, this week, just after a couple short weeks, I'm like a third of the way up the line already because we've had quite a few new guys join after me. So, you know, they're standing down there at the end of the line, looking over 
um, seeing all these guys who, you know, have higher ranks or whatever. I'm not even a higher rank. It's just that I've gotten to move up the line a little bit. So I've been watching these new guys and really just seeing how they relate to the rest of the group. And let me start out by saying that the GB gyms are absolutely fantastic. If you're going to do jujitsu, join one of these gyms because it is a learning experience. You don't just get thrown out on the mat and say roll. It is uh, full of instruction. You learn things treated with respect. Uh, the men in the locker room, they were quick to introduce themselves the first time that I went. And the feeling on the mat is really one that everyone is out there trying to help each other grow. And it's just a huge family culture through and through. Hell, even this Saturday, Sherry and I are dropping off our three kids at the gym because they're having parents night out. So they've, they're sponsoring this thing, you know, it's a couple bucks per kid, you know, it's probably less than what we pay sitters to be honest with you. And it's three hours where the kids are going to be at the gym. They're going to have some pizza. They're going to watch a movie, play a couple games, um, roll around on the mat a little bit. And Sherry and I are going to go out and have a date night. So that's the type of family culture that this place has. So let's get back to the new guys. This week, there was one new person who showed up. The 52-year-old guy. I'm running up on 48 myself. Not too big of a difference. I got a little bit more hair. Anyways, I knew that he was new. I'd never seen him there before. He had the gi on that said intro on the collar, right? So I went over and I introduced myself because that's what happened when I came in. That's the culture of this place. So I went over there and I told him, you know, hey, I've just been here a couple couple weeks, you know, glad that he was here, you know, that I thought that he'd probably get hooked, you know, and we talked about the rest of the pleasantries, you know, how many kids we had, all that sort of thing, exchanged names and just a little bit about each other. Then he starts up with what I'm going to call the newbie complex, right? And, you know, it, it sounds really bad when I say it today, and it absolutely drives me nuts. I'm not going to lie. But it's something that I dealt with for years and years and years and years. But he tells me, you know, things like, hey, man, I've never done anything like this before. I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. I didn't even wrestle in school. I'm not very athletic. You know, I know I I'm thin, but I, you know, that's just hereditary. He goes, really? I'm just an old guy. And I go to the chiropractor a couple times a week. I'm not sure where the hell I could use this. I don't even watch MMA. I'm not really sure what the MMA comment was about, but anyways, you know, I told him a couple things, you know, like, man, it's going to be all right. You join the right place with the right atmosphere. You know, people here just want to help each other learn. You know, I told them that it's not about MMA, but it's a good skill set to learn. You know, even if you never have to use, you know, this art form, it's something good to have in your toolbox. And you're going to learn things besides the jujitsu out on the mat, control, discipline, you know, thinking through things. There's a lot to learn out there on the mat. 
But then, of course, class started, you know. We were just stretching out at the time. And I went over and I was rolling with someone else that I got paired up with. But uh, this gentleman was close. And I could hear him, you know. And I don't know how many times, how many times throughout the class I heard him repeat all this stuff. It had to been at least 50 times. And there wasn't that many guys out on the mat. You know, we probably had 15, 20 people out there. And I'm sure every one of them, you know, knew that he was the new guy. So we ended up standing by each other for a little bit. And he starts going through it again with me, you know, like we had never met before. And I stopped him in the middle of the conversation because he needed someone just to say something to him. And I told him, just straight up, I said, dude, no one gives a shit. I know what you're thinking right now. Damn, that's pretty harsh, you know, especially for that culture. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I can see why you think it's harsh. But you guys don't really think that's where I ended the conversation, do you? You guys know me. I talk way more than that. So let's frame up the rest of the story, shall we? So this is how the conversation really went. And this isn't word for word, but I said, dude, no one gives a shit. We all know that you're the new guy because of the color of your belt. You're just like the rest of us here. And I pointed down at my belt, which was the exact same color as his. And then I pointed over to Matt too. And I said, the good guys are over there. And I pointed at the other mat. And then I pointed towards one individual who was one of the most welcoming guys when I first came. And I pointed at him. I said, you see that ball guy over there? He's only been doing this for about two years. See how good he is? But guess what? When we were first talking, he told me that when he started, he thought about quitting because he couldn't make it through an entire session for about the first two months. I went on to say, we all started at the same point as you right now. It's the point you are at at this point in time in your life. We all started there. Everyone here understands where you are at today. We're all learning. We all look like idiots. We're all sweating like pigs. By the way, some of my sweat landed in my partner's mouth last week, but that's a whole nother story. Anyways, get out there and just be a jackass with the rest of us. <laughs> you know, I kind of chuckled afterwards. He kind of chuckled. But then he gave me a smile. We gave each other knuckles. He nodded his head. He bowed onto the mat. He went out and had a great time for the rest of the time. And then after class was over, I saw him signing up. He was just on his one trial class that was free, but he was signing up after that class. Now, I wish I would have gotten this gentleman's number because sometimes I think we have to just be frank with people, right? Dude, nobody gives a crap. 
that you've never done this before. Just go out there and do it, right? Everybody starts at that same point. So let's psychoanalyze this for a bit. So when I started jujitsu again this time, I didn't have those type of feelings, right? Because I'm a different person at this point in time. But I did know exactly where he was in that moment. Maybe not with jujitsu, but with other things in my life as I was getting to this point that I'm at today. I started out as at the same place that he was in that moment. I've been insecure. I've been stuck in my own head. I've doubted myself and I've doubted the situation around me. I've doubted that I could fit in with the group. I've been exactly where he was. And you know, for me, his words were very difficult to hear as a second person in that conversation. And from my point of view. But that's not the hardest place to hear him from. As I heard his words, I remembered how those kind of words felt. I remembered saying things like that in my life. I remember reiterating the same thoughts and opinions about myself out loud. Like I just said, it was it sounded bad for me to hear as the second person in that conversation, but that sound inside your own head and your own heart as you're speaking it out loud to others? Well, let me tell you, that second person, they might hear the words that you're saying, you know, or what your what your mean your meaning is supposed to represent that hey I'm the new guy here take it easy on me that might be what people hear but what you're hearing inside yourself when you say that is things like I'm no good my worth is so low that I need to cover it up with this bullshit I'm insecure and sensitive I'm a loser I'm no good at making friends and many, many other things, right? It's hurtful to yourself. It degrades your value. So let's be real for a second. You know, people are probably thinking, yeah, Steve, that's bullshit. Bullshit. Let's not. That's how we're wired as humans. And I don't know why we're wired like that. My belief is it is because we were created to overcome. But being real for a second, how many times have we talked to ourselves like that? How many times have we walked away from something because we've told ourselves all that negative crap? Hell, today I am as confident as I ever have been in my entire life. But when I'm outside in my front lawn, in my driveway, playing basketball with my kids out there, you know, shooting some hoops, I'll miss, I'll miss a basket. And I'll catch myself saying, 
dang, that was awful when I miss that shot. And then I hear one of my kids when they miss a shot saying, dang, I'm awful. And this is when I'm like, dang, dang, that hurts. And I reel it back in and say, you know what, son, you're not awful. You're learning how to play. Hell, those pros out there on the court, they don't make every shot. Why do you think you need to make every shot? So my question is, is why is it so hard to give ourselves that grace when we're learning something new, but we can't even, or excuse me, but we're entirely realistic when it comes to people in our family, our employees, or whatever else. So let's dive into this just a little bit further, right? And I just need you guys to be 100% real in this because I think this is, I think it's a poison, right? And I need you all to join me in asking yourselves these questions, all right? First off, and I'm talking to myself too, so I'm going to put it in first person. Steve, why? Why do you allow yourself to talk to me this way? Steve, why do I treat myself so poorly? Steve, why don't I give myself grace? Steve, why do I give up on things that I want to do because I don't give myself the grace to learn? And I want you to sit with that for a minute. All right. Pause this podcast right now and just just sit there and think about those questions. Think about why you talk to yourself in that manner. What did you ever do that makes you believe that you need to be talked to that way? Why do you treat yourself like that? Why do you just constantly beat up on yourself? Why don't you give yourself grace? And why do you give up on things simply because you're new? All right, stop and just dwell on that for a little bit. Think about those. You're going to come up with no answers, right? There are no answers why you beat yourself up. So now after we're coming back out of that, right? We need to do something to change these things, right? When we start thinking those negative kind of thoughts inside of our head and we feel like we need to regurgitate that to other people when we're trying something new. First, we need to allow ourselves space to learn new things, right? Just give ourselves the space. You know, when we when we want to go out and I don't know what it is you want to do. But you want to learn hockey, right? You've never skated before. You got to give yourself some space to learn all those new things. You're not going to make that perfect slap shot, 
right? If you don't know how to skate, learn how to skate. Give yourself that space. We also need to just have a simple awareness about ourselves, right? We're humans. We need to learn things. We're not going to be great coming straight out of the gate when we're trying to learn a new talent. So be aware of that, right? Go in there understanding, hey, I'm the newest guy out here and I'm going to screw up. It's all right. You also need to understand that everyone else out there on this entire earth, the billions and billions of people, except for a very, very small handful, every one of them had to take a learning path when they were trying something new. And damn it, leaders, give yourself some credit when you're out there trying something new. Give yourself the credit that you can actually learn. Give yourself the credit that you're going to get better. Just value yourself overall. And damn it, don't give up. And then finally, I'm just going to say it. You guys hear me here every week. You know, this is, I don't know, the 28th episode, I think, 29th maybe. You guys probably heard it in the beginning. There was a little bit of nervousness in my message. I was trying something new. You know what? I came to terms with it. Not everybody's going to like this podcast, and it's okay. But I'm going to go out and be a jackass, and nobody really gives a shit. The people who like it are the people who like it. The people who don't, don't say anything to me. So I'm just giving myself the freedom to go out and be a jackass. And we'll see where it goes. So anyways, leaders, stop. Stop treating yourself so poorly. Give yourself some space to learn some new things. Understand that you're not going to know everything out of the gate. Everybody has to learn. Give yourself some credit that you can learn things new, that you're going to get better. Don't give up. And by all means, go out and be a jackass. All right. That's all I got for you all today. If you appreciate what you heard here today, I invite you to leave a rating and review. Smash that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to. It's been kind of stagnant here lately on the ratings and reviews. I've been hanging out there at about 136 five-star reviews. I'd like to get that bumped up because I've also seen a plateau on how many listeners. Uh, Not that I need more listeners, but what I truly believe is If I have all these people listening, there's other people who deserve to hear this message as well, right? I believe that this is a unique message, and there's people out there that can benefit from it. And if we're not doing those things, if we're not leaving the ratings, 
We're not leaving the reviews. We're not subscribing. What we're doing is we're not changing the metrics that help it get out to those other listeners. It's not about me. It's about getting the message out there. So anyways, continue to join us here in the Forge. We're going to have a lot more uh, people on. We're getting to the point of the podcast where people are starting to reach out to me rather than me reaching out to people, asking me to be guests on the podcast. So that's pretty awesome. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, go out there and lead with intent. You have just experienced the heat and pressure of the forge. Remember, words without action are meaningless. Now, after the heat of the forge, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, then put your new tools to use, adding to your leadership. Tune in next week for more lessons from the forge.